welcome to the Mammoth Games cast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm. With me as always, Filter Cord. That's his full and name. We gotta say the whole thing. With them as occasional, Johnny Riot. All right. Um, so uh, we've had some uh, a pretty interesting week, I would say, all together. And I think we start with the most interesting. Uh, I really think it would have to ship in several boxes. I agree. And Two or it three. would probably it would probably be safest if it were shipped over a course of time, um, not all at once, because that would just be really weird. Mm-hmm. So we were contacted by somebody. Um, let me see, the CEO of LLC Land of Mammoths, the only operator of mammoth fauna in. Yakutia, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and his company specializes. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Vladislav. Yeah. Um, and he says that his company specializes in the field of paleontology, paleontology expeditions, uh, export of mammoth tusks, and um, organization of exhibits. He says, since your company has a great name, Mammoth. I want to offer you to install your building with the skeleton of a real mammoth. Hell yeah. Um, so this poor I'm man did absolutely no research, realizing we don't have a building. We're just some jackasses on the internet. Hey, 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 hey. I own this house. Right. I mean, okay. We don't have a MGI building that we go to. Not yet. Um, not yet. But when we do, we have a mammoth skeleton for it. But when we do, we now know what we're putting in the lobby. Um... <laughs> My response was, what's the cost on that bad boy? Slaps roof. Um, and then he just said, rent for five years. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll not do quite, it. Not quite I'll what I'll send my dude money for five years. Hell yeah. This sounds legit. <laughs> but I said, all right, sure. Uh, but what's the cost to rent for five years? Is there a discount if I rent for ten? What about lease to own? Mm. Um... I, and I figured that would have got him. I figured the least to own part, he would have been like, okay, this guy's fucking with me. Right. But no, he goes right into the Russian federal law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, That's it, what like, sort of makes me super think that serious. this is actually real and he's just having a problem with like the Google Translate or something. It could be. Yeah, could be. Um, but he says that uh, five years is the maximum for an exhibit. Uh, you can extend the lease beyond that. Um, and then he said, he kind of went on to, you know, say that he'll get me the paperwork soon. And I asked about international ship, how international shipments are handled. Do we construct this like an Ikea cabinet, like where we have to do it ourselves, or do we have to hire someone? What's the price on that? And he, he did say that he was going from one city to another and he would get back to me. He did get back to me about 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, right on time. Right on time. Uh... Talking about costs, uh, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> it did say, did that say vet, veterinary? Uh, it does sort of say that. I think that he means like somebody that's trained in mammothology. Yeah, I, I studied mammoth uh, veterinary science in college. It, it was a hundred million dollars per semester. I think they're called mammothmaticians. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. mathematicians. Yeah, like like a mathematician, but yeah. a, a mammothmatician. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he went on to say, um, 
delivery costs, insurance, manufacturing of containers, business trips to Moscow two times. Uh, the skeleton mm. rental per month usually is about three thousand dollars per month. Mm. It's not bad. Not bad when all considered. And this is we're fully assume like we're fully assuming right now that this is real and I'm in. We're fully assuming that yeah, this is uh, a, a full size mammoth. I don't know. This could be a miniature. Could be a baby. Yeah, a cheap one. You get a little one for cheap. I'm not doing this. Uh, he's standing in his video, or in his photo, he's standing next to a full mammoth. Mm. He comes up to its bottle. That's We've the been size. There. Um, and then what, what did he go on to say? Um, per month, a discount usually for five years. Installation, dismantling is done by our researcher. Plus, payment of... Uh, his travel expense it'll turn out somewhere four thousand dollars per month uh -huh. for everything well with yeah with the maintenance and everything i trust him he said if you're not interested in renting one and you're interested in owning we can try ice age park in america i cannot believe it's legal to own a mammoth skeleton <laughs> <laughs> there is no way that's legal right <laughs> i'm trying to get uh i'm trying to get a quick uh, google translate on this page no, but, are you uh, looking it up? Yeah, I believe him though. Which one are you on? Do you know Bernaske Nasnab? Not no. personally, no. Not personally, but I fucking like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know him personally, but it seems like a fucking stand-up gentleman. Hold on. And now I'm stuck on looking this place up to try to buy a mammoth. I'm going, baby. Okay, okay. Uh, I hate, Let's. I hate this. Uh, I hate this. Vladislav Amosov. I'm gonna look up Ice Age Park. I like this guy. I tried to. It's weird. Oh, you tried to already. You get some. You get some weird results. Director at self-employed. That's what his job title comes out to. Ooh, it's not great. Studied at. Studied School. economic science at. Uh, something that I can't translate. I wonder if we can get a little bit of a discount if we chuck in a saber-toothed tiger, too. I mean, I don't want to stand that, in there alone. The thing that really gets Looking me like is that asshole. he's got 114 friends. That is not like a scammer bot number of friends. They would typically have two or 17,000. Right. No, this... 114 uh, is real. Yeah, that's real. Where did he say you work for again? Let me look, let me look back. King. I love this Land guy. of Mammoths. So as you can tell, there's not a lot of video game news this week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there is there there is some cool sell though. Yeah, there's God. there's a couple things news wise this week that some people got excited about. I guess I need a mammoth. I I want a mammoth. You want? I'm gonna see how much it is for him to genetically engineer an actual live mammoth for me. I have a backyard. It's like yeah. a, you know, it's like a tenth of an acre. It'll be fine back there. I'm thinking about getting a pool. Like when I get a house. Yeah, Mammoth loves to, like, dip in the pool a little bit, you know. Yeah, that'd be real good to have, like, right next to the pool, I think. How are we going to mm. share custody of a Mammoth? That's they true. can walk pretty long distances. They are known for walking. They're migratory. Yeah, but then we have to, like, worry about taking the time off work to escort it back and forth. I mean, once it's done it a couple times, way. I think it'll have it figured out. You know how, like, a dog can, like, find its way home after being, like, Yeah, but if it takes, like, one wrong turn... Like, do you remember a couple years ago when someone put that, like, 
fake robot out to like a hitchhiker robot yeah if this elephant goes through philly he's fucked and it like showed up in philadelphia and within a half hour was beat to pieces (laughs) 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 nothing against philadelphia but you people are disgusting i lived there i know like that poor hitchhiking robot was just so sad not even a mammoth can defend itself in philadelphia Or worse, it joins them. Oh fuck! Can you imagine? And uh, then we're all it, fun. It, can you imagine no. if it becomes gritty? No. Can you imagine gritty riding around? That's what I'm saying. Like riding it. Uh, do we name it? I gritty? can't imagine that. Is the mammoth named Gritty now? I'm really into this. It would have to be Gritty too. Gritty, gritty the mammoth. Two. Oh, Gritty too. Okay. Gritty titties. Like Audrey too. <laughs> Fucking mess. I'm still looking around. I'm still trying to figure out how we can get this mammoth. The gang thing, buys uh, a mammoth skeleton. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. It's always gritty in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should probably move on. We have some other other fish to fry. Some video games related. News. We, oh, we do. We wait, do, do we have other news? There's a couple oh, of huge shit. things. Okay, cool. Um, why don't we go ahead... We'll go ahead and start with, the, of course, the games releasing, but first... If you guys get the old chance, head on over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. We appreciate that. The likes, comments, and shares. Talk with us on the daily and junk. Uh, as well, Twitter, at mammothgamesinc. So you know we go live and do stuff just like this. Um, oh, yeah. We actually just finished up, and I'll be editing it throughout the week, so this should come out, uh, I'm hoping Wednesday or Thursday, depending on render times. Um, but we did just finish up uh, the intro mission for Bunkers and Badasses with Ian Moss right. as well. Um, so expect that uh, later this week, if you're listening to the podcast. That was a lot of fun, wrapping up that mission. So I have to ask, um, without giving any spoilers, that being the second time that you have actually gone through the mission, mm-hmm. was it as good as the first time, or was it, it better? It was. It was, it was equally as awesome. Um, there were three people with some sort of construct, and we used them together. Okay, there was some. There was. It was fucking cool for sure. Yeah, yeah. So when it was just when it was just the two of us, it was terrifying, and we took a hell of a gambit on hopefully not dying. We put literally all of our eggs in the we need to roll a twenty basket. (laughs) And fucking did. And we did, which was impressive. Thanks to that uh, uh, badass die, which I think, he, yeah, you get a 20 for an 18, 19, or 20. So, big win or big lose. And it was a big win. Um, but, yeah, uh, so so that's, that's one thing that's coming up. Um, but uh, speaking of coming up on, it uh, looks like Wednesday, the 20th, these game, this, this game coming out between January 18th and the 24th. On the 20th, Wednesday. Weird day, but Hitman 3. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, this is... Is this the first that they... that um, IO Interactive done has done solo without Square Enix? Yeah. I think that's gotta be true. That seems um, right. I believe they released a DLC or two for Hitman 2 while independent. But... Um, yeah. Kind of a kind of a Cinderella story that they got out of there with their license. That that's that's pretty unheard of 
I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's it'll be interesting to see how well they do independently. Um, I mean, I, I can't imagine that it'll be that they'll do any worse than they've done previously. I think yeah, it's, I mean, they've been building each time. When yeah. it comes to a game that you're taking over fully independent, I feel like there are way riskier ones than Hitman. Well, especially there's way riskier ones than a third in a series, right? Yeah, like, you already kind of know what you're doing at that point. It's, mm. give me a storyline to kind of follow, and then uh, it's just... Boom, boom. These games have been a sandbox. Yeah. The past and, few have been big sandboxes, and it hasn't mattered how you play them. Right. I, I kind of I love the... Um, it doesn't... This isn't something that you, like... It doesn't feel like the old games where you really are going in to sink your teeth into them. Um, you know, you can jump in... Oh, I have uh, a half an hour to play tonight. And you can jump in and try to figure out how to kill that guy in a half an hour. Um, or that, you know, person or blow up that car or whatever you have to do. Um, so, I mean, it, de it's definitely not... like Hitman's never, at this point, <laughs> broke the mold. But I do wonder why they were so adamant about ending that relationship. Now, my biggest complaint with Hitman in general is dude has a barcode tattooed on the back of his head. You would think that if you're supposed to be some inconspicuous murderer, that you wouldn't have something so painfully obvious that makes people look over and be like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, true. Like, I thought that was like the go-to, like, number one thing. That's That's almost as stupid as invading a fucking political public building and just smiling for the cameras along the way. If you scan it, I bet you it says not sure. Oh, it's so... Oh, I hate his back-of-the-head tattoo. It's so dumb. <laughs> I don't know. The, the game does look fun, though. I mean, for I mean, me... they are. For yeah. me, personally, it's like a Hitman game. It's not something you can really do wrong, as long as it's following that formula. So, yeah. But that's it. That's the only one. Um, if there is something we're missing, let us know over on uh, over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So we can, you know, maybe add it to next week. But this was the biggest thing that we could find this week. Uh, right. That was noteworthy. That was. I look for I look for releases this week. I really do think this is it. Um, there's a next gen release of a motorcycle game dropping, but that's it. Yep. There you have it, folks. Um, but that doesn't mean you're not going to be able to pick up some free stuff. Uh, we do have, of course, the Epic Game Store. Um, Epic Game Store always giving out something free. And this kind of moves into our first and probably biggest story. This is this is the kindling for that oh. fire. Um, we we talked about the Epic launch or the Epic free game a little bit last week like we normally do. Um, because when we see one that we're kind of remotely excited about, we talk about it. And this week, Epic gave us Star Wars Battlefront 2, the Celebration Edition. What? Comes with oh, yeah. Celebration Edition. I think I mentioned um, that last week. It's a bunch of content leading up to. It was the stuff leading up to one of the movies. Um, yeah, the oh, final man. movie, I guess. Yeah, which at this point it has been a minute, so I, I get that now. It just yeah. doesn't feel like it's been that long. Right. About a year, a little more than a year old, I guess. 
Uh, it says customization content released after December 20th, 2019 is not included. Mm -hmm. So anything that dropped in 2020 is not going to be in it, but a ton of other contents there. That's still and a also, lot of great content. Yeah, I don't think we were getting a bunch of updates on stuff in 2020, so it's probably not a bunch of additional. Yeah, they were pretty much done by then. I think that's why they capped it off in December. Right. Like, Yeah, it was probably they like, like one skins. More, they and... dropped like one or two more things after that, and that was probably about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still, really, really good game. Really fun game. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Star Wars is like... I, th I feel like it's bigger now than it was even during the three movies. Yeah, it's uh, great. It's weird. Last week movies. we talked about a bunch of uh, Star Wars books and whatnot mm -hmm. that I'm you reading guys it now. were super hype about. Yep. Um, and then, I guess a couple days into the week, some other news started to kick off. Um, a little bit of it was Star Wars related. Not a lot, but... I would say a it, little I, I would say it was a, a lot of big like big a little, moves. A little bit. Well, it, it was a big move, and that we won't really know the effect of for a while, right? Uh, right. But they've already kind of like, hey, this is this is the effect a little bit. Are already they're saying like they're not showing their full hand, but they're laying a card right. down on the table. Right. Um. So transitioning into uh the good news for the week, things that we've been I feel like we've been talking about it for. A long time um star wars and uh you know of course disney released that lucasfilm games uh is a thing um will we say that it's back well yeah because it like was new Lucas. um it, it, it wasn't it's not the exact same name right what was it before it was, it was lucas, lucas arts. arts yeah so so it's yeah, like they're basically re like reforming of that under a kind of newer name, I guess. Well, now it seems to be more of a label. So, like, LucasArts was a production house, mm -hmm. and Lucasfilm Games seems to be like, this is where you come for Star Wars and, you know, affiliated, you know, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, like, if you go. This is where you, you can to... come and play the American Graffiti game. Yeah. If you go to lucasfilm.com slash what we do slash games. Um, there is actually a whole list of screenshots and game trailers for everything from uh, Star Wars Squadrons mm -hmm. um, to Lego Star Wars and Skywalker Saga to Fallen Order to Battlefront 2 Old Republic Galaxy of Heroes um, they just have a bunch of stuff right on there so it just kind of spreads it across everything it's like yep all the Star Wars stuff that you came here for, because we know that's why you came to our website. So they're not publishing. They're or they're not um, developing. They're more on the publishing side. Well, that's what it looks like for now. I guess we don't really know. They, if... Again, they haven't shown their full hand. Right, and like Disney has experimented in the past with having development houses, but they they seem to not really be able to. Um, it's a different creative process, and they're just not good at it, basically. Yeah, it's kind of like Sony so they, and their handhelds. Yeah, they, they try it out, and then they back out and go try something else. So. Right. Um, we'll see. Because I think they expect immediate profits off of yeah. something like that. And it's like, this is something that, you, you know, you'll probably build on. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it when a new, even if it is attached to something big like Star Wars, people don't just go, oh my god, give me that right now. You know, they go, okay, I'm interested, I'm going to see what people have been burned on Star Wars things before, 
Um, yep. You know, so so it's not going to the first game will do well most if it's a good game uh, over a period of time, uh, and then the next game build that faith, you know, and moving forward. Um, and I think that's the the biggest part of this announcement, basically, is that well, you know what, we're going to go ahead and move into that territory that, you know, Star Wars is known for, and we're going to start opening up to other developers. So, uh, specifically, the ones, there's two that they're working on that we know of, right? Right. So the first one they announced was working with Machine Games at Bethesda. Hell yeah. So the Wolfenstein guys, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And they are making an Indiana Jones game with none other than God Howard at the stern. That's that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, that that was I, I when I was looking at it, I was watching the video and I was reading this. I was like, Machine Games with Machine Todd Howard. Games. Hold on. But it's an Indiana Jones game. How do these even fucking match up? Like these it's things like, don't go together. This is like, yeah, it's really interesting. It's so, definitely interesting. Um. Basically, I don't know. I saw some jokes going on. Like they're making a game that is like the new version of Uncharted, which is based on Tomb Raider, which is an Indiana Jones, like an Indiana Jones thing. I don't know. It's this whole like rabbit hole of how it like circles back to Indiana Jones. Um, yeah. So this group, so, uh, Machine Games, has only made uh, their first game was Wolfenstein in 2014. Uh, Which was amazing. Uh, amazing. Old Blood, also very good. Uh, they made Quake Dimensions of the Past, which is a DLC, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. They made New Colossus, uh, Wolfenstein 2. They made Young Blood. Young Blood. And they made uh, the VR Cyber Pilot game. And now they're working on Wolfenstein 3 and the Untitled Indiana Jones game. So, I guess maybe we can expect a more... Maybe like sort of like an Uncharted, but with a more of an action focus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we don't really know. They haven't released enough. Uh, uh, I think we lost him. Shit. Whoops. <laughs> well, let's see if he's still here. Hold on. What? Oh, there he is. There he is. Hey. Oh, did I lose connection for a minute? Yeah. yeah you were in the middle of saying "sort of." It sounded like you're like sort of. Or. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I guess uh, maybe a more action-focused Indiana Jones, but uh, impossible to say so far. It has to be third-person, right? They wouldn't put something like this in first-person. But they are pretty much uh, known for first-person. So, interesting. Uh, a lot of speculations going on with yeah. that. Um, so that's one that they're working on. Uh, definitely not like Star Wars-related, but uh, comes with the package. Uh, the other one... They did announce that Ubisoft is working on an open-world uh, Star Wars title. Right. That's all we got, right? Right. There's nothing yeah, else they, to it. Yeah, there was no time period announcement, nothing like that. Just, hey, we're doing something here. Yeah. But if there's anyone that can do, like, an open-world anything, they have a good foundation for it. So, My, my fear is, like, a lot of Ubisoft titles are repetitive. I, I definitely don't want it to be that. Um, I definitely don't want it to be that. Uh, like, I have to climb up someplace high and you know, fill out my map. 
kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like you say, get I with like... Shadows of War, not which not you know Ubisoft, but it, you know it's the way that the you know Shadows of War games are, and as well Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's done by the guys who do D- Division, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, massive. Massive. Uh, which means they'll be using quite possibly one of my favorite technologies in the industry, the Snowdrop engine. That's a fucking amazing engine. If you guys have never seen like a tech demo of how Snowdrop works, it is from uh, an artist and a designer side, a, a dream. Like I wish I could get my hands on that engine just to play around for an hour. Yeah. Um, but I mean that that's that's good. And as well, we've seen we've seen what they can do with environment, like like weathered environments. Especially snow. I don't know if you remember that uh, first trailer for The Division where, you know, the invisible person was being like, you were kind of piecing together what was happening. There was no person there, but you could see their footprints in the snow. Mm -hmm. They were being like drug across the snow. It was just really, really good. Um, So I'm excited to see that in, you know, them to use that kind of technology in the Star Wars game. Again, definitely has to be a third-person thing. So. Yeah, so, yeah, obviously we don't know too much about what's going on with those, but, you know, we'll be seeing, I'm sure, a lot more before anything materializes out of that. So out of something like this, uh, Filter, I know you probably, uh, out of out of the group of us here, have the most knowledge. Uh, what? Where do you want to see this? What do you want to see, ideally? So, you know, I, I played a lot of the earlier uh, Star Wars games that I think something that we kind of mentioned, they're very hit or miss, right? Like, mm-hmm. they used to take a lot of... Like, Star Wars was a license that you would attach to any type of game. So, like, somebody would have a sandbox action combat game, and then they were like, oh, shit, yeah, we should sell this, but nobody's going to buy you know, whatever dumb shit you're going to come up with, so make it Star Wars. Right. And then we got, like, the the Jedi Knight games, which is, you know, huge at the time. Right. So, um, I think we we want to see experimentation. Um, We want to see kind of, like, almost like Warhammer, where stuff is really hit or miss, it's a varied bar of quality, but it's much more open, and it's like, hey, if you want to do a Star Wars game, pitch it, We'll see if we're interested, and, you know, hopefully they'll be open to being like, hell yeah, Star Wars, uh, you know, Picross game, a Star Wars text adventure, a Star Wars dating sim, a Star Wars whatever. A Star Wars dating sim would just make an insane upload money. <laughs> but, like, you know, I, I hope that they do get really open and free with it, because that's the goal, because then you can end up with, you know, Knights of the Republic was not supposed to be the biggest RPG of all time. It was just a thing. Right. And um, I, I can see something like that coming out of nowhere. Uh, as far as we know, they're still working on, like, Fallen Order 2. So yeah. I don't think this is taking away from EA. Yeah, nothing has been canceled, which is, I think, the important right. thing to note. Nothing, th- this is not saying, hey, EA is not working on this and that was the thing at first okay cool what does that mean for ea games what does that mean for jedi fallen order 2 right um and it came out rather quick hey 
they're still allowed to work on stuff. They actually said that EA has a number of um, uh, projects that are not have not been revealed yet that right. they're still currently working on. Um, so you know, ideally, this this wouldn't interfere with that at all. It's just that EA doesn't have the exclusive market anymore, which they basically didn't use anyways. Right. I mean, if I was EA, I would have been releasing ten Star Wars games a year. They, again, and I think we were saying this before the show, it feels a little bit like a burden um, at this point. They're just yeah. like, they keep coming back to it. Okay, let's make, uh, you know, let, let's go ahead and make this this game. You know, we it's our bread and butter. Let's make right. that. Shit, we have the Star Wars thing we have to do now. And that's yeah. what leads to, we've released, what, across this, like, eight years that they've had it, they have it for another two years, their contract, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... And then EA becomes like everybody else, right? Yep. Um, across well, yeah, the eight a... years that they've had it, they've released three games <laughs> that were, or no, four games that were successful and canceled three. Yeah. Yeah. So Battlefront one and two, uh, they most recent Squadrons and then Jedi. Squadrons and Fallen Order, right? Right. So yeah, it is. It is kind of like, okay, like clearly you're not utilizing this, like you said. You know, at this point, I mean, it, it depends on how you want to do your marketing or whatever. But if you announce a game right now, it's probably not coming out for 15 years. So right. it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, so these Ubisoft, are not going to come out tomorrow. Yeah, the Ubisoft thing, we're not going to get um, that probably It's probably after next year. EA's exclusivity expires anyways. Yeah. But uh, it is kind of funny that, I mean, I, you, we there's been a lot of stories that Disney has been uh, unhappy with. EA's handling of the license, so it's it's pretty obvious that they're kind of like, hey, look, other people are working on some really cool shit anyways, you know? Right, right. <laughs> like, uh, kind so, of undercutting them a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think um, I do think that's the idea of trying to get something, you know, hit, strike some gold. Interest. Yeah. Strike gold in the way that they struck gold with something like um, Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. So, Johnny, someone who is not into Star Wars, you're not a huge Star Wars fan. I don't even know if I would say you're a fan at all. Um, I mean, it took a lot for me to, to... I had to grow into Star Wars. I wasn't a huge mm-hmm. fan when I was younger. I just never really got into it. Um, when I did get into it, I got super into it when um, The Old Republic dropped. So, the MMO. Yeah. Right. Um, and I got super into it because I was dual screening playing that game and then watching all of the movies in episodic order. Mm-hmm. Good times. <laughs> and I had a completely different appreciation for them that way. So I did get into them then. I wouldn't say I'm a diehard fan, but I can definitely appreciate it here and there. So as someone who wants to ingest a Star Wars video game, what do you want? I don't even know. I mean, do you I want mean, it to be as this... an action game, or do you, would you rather it be like an RPG or like even a racing game? I mean, we have uh, honestly, seen I it all. really, I, I, I really like Fallen Order, um, which is a mix of your action RPG. It's just kind of the kind that's the kind of games that I migrate to. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're looking at a big open world game, depending on the the kind of plot line they're going with, I think it would be kind of cool to see you make those decisions as you go through it kind of like we saw and see in bioware games mm-hmm. and have that influence what you're becoming um you know see if you're going more towards the the dark or more towards the light and have that affect your abilities and your powers and then 
give me really huge things that happen almost on like a almost like a karma system from the infamous games. Yeah. Um, except you know cater that to Star Wars and let some crazy things happen that can be a complete role reversal for you and and flip things completely around and completely swap your skill tree at that point. Like there's a lot of possibilities out there. It's just what they'll ever actually do. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yep. I think. I, yeah. I think the real secret is to surprise us. You know, everybody yeah. thinks that they want uh, Star Wars thirteen thirteen, but you know, it's that type of thing that's like it was canceled for a reason. The real thing you want is to be surprised by just a new good game that came out of nowhere. I think the thing that I that I wanted from thirteen thirteen was the story. I wanted to see what was happening there more mm-hmm. than anything. Uh, you know, gameplay gameplay is really secondary. In, yeah. in, in that instance for me. Um, I'm not too far into the High Republic, but I could see them going with a High Republic something. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I'm, I kind of like the idea of having different parts of um, Star Wars kind of blocked off, I guess. Um, okay. But, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, the High Republic has, is fun. I like the idea, especially, you know, going through learning about all these. There's a lot of people. You know, we're really used to the era where there is a half of a Jedi, and that's it. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely not the case with the High Republic. They're everywhere, and, you know... I definitely recommend checking out the book or, you know, learning a bit more about it, even if you're not into reading, uh, you know, like 700 pages or whatever. Um, because it, it, it does. It's it's a completely different feeling than this, uh, you know, than what we've got through, through the movies and, you know, like past things. Uh, so kind of cool i i, I kind of could see them going in that direction I, I would prefer to kind of build your own jedi um i think that would be fun uh, again we haven't had something like that i do love the storytelling i think we can leave that to uh fall fallen order and I, I guess the other thing is i'm not always attached to you know jedi like i wouldn't mind like in some games seeing other parts of that universe other character archetypes I don't want, always want to be a bounty hunter. I don't always want to be a Jedi or a mm-hmm. Sith Lord or anything like that. I want to be the different things that are out there. The regular Joe, just walking the street trying to go to your job at the cantina. That's interesting. A cooking simulator set in the diner in Attack of the Clones. That's what I want to play. Okay. Cool. Give me that weird shit. We have, I mean, we, we have a lot of options. Uh, so... We'll hear about this in probably about fourteen or fifteen years. Yeah. Uh, so. So nothing. Definitely nothing immediate. Um, exciting though, for sure. Uh, in the meantime, like I said, you're getting Battlefront Two for free. Definitely go check that out. Nice. All right. Uh, so one of the other bigger pieces of news. Uh, Again, coming out of left field. Um, oh snap! Pokemon Snap, to be specific. Um, oh, yeah. Got a release date. Uh, we knew that this was, you know, 
out and about. But then just they were randomly like exactly everybody forgot, and then it was just like, yep. there it is, release date, you know, the cinematics. Uh, was, was there gameplay in this? I imagine some of this is gameplay. Um, I mean, you're just kind of in a bubble going through a safari. Yeah, I completely forgot, and ironically enough, I restarted playing Pokemon Shield. <laughs> nice, cool. So, um, when was that release date? Uh, April thirtieth. So rather soon, too. Yeah, yeah, really quick. Um, Put it out, baby. They were showing off a lot of, like, a lot of different types of po- like Pokemon that were kind of like hanging out together. That I kind of didn't expect to see hanging mm-hmm. out together, um, but a lot of different environments, uh, and yeah, it just it it's it's Pokemon Snap. I still think yeah. that this would have been cool. Um, as a mobile game, instead of Pokemon Go. I mean, we already yeah. have a camera, yeah. so that could have been kind of interesting. You will have to see because we still, I guess, don't really know. Like, is this something that plays with like the gyroscopic? Like, are you using your Switch like it's a camera? Um, I, we don't super know what they're doing with it really yet. So, we're right. very interested to see that. I could see that working out really well, though. At least as far as like the optional aspect, like using your bow and arrow in Zelda. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I'd be locked down that perfect focus. So I mean, n- not a lot of news with it, to be honest. They're just like, "Hey, it's coming out. Here it is, uh, and here's some cool stuff with it." Go check out that trailer, the release date trailer. Um, it looks exactly like what you'd imagine. <laughs> so that's not a bad thing. Um, and in some other news, just some things that have been delayed or things that are upcoming will be the next, uh, you know, next few things that we cover. Um, the Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy game that we talked about last week, uh, we said definitely wasn't coming out this year, and we were right. Damn. Delayed 2022. Bye bye. Yeah. Um, it was really weird. It wasn't like this didn't pop up. To like the top of the news for anything, it was just like, yeah. uh, "Hey guys, we're going to go ahead and release that in 2022 instead." Oh yeah, so all right. Well, I got to get going. going. Uh, yeah, and it was, it, it was really, it was <laughs> really, really quiet and fast. But we still don't even know what this game is, so definitely for the best. Yep. Yep. Just let it cook. You know, I'm still excited for it. I want the best. I want the best possible version of it. Yeah. I mean, really, I wasn't even... I, when that game got announced, it wasn't even going to go on my radar for release anytime ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of times when big, crazy, out-of-right-field stuff like that happens, it's like, oh, it's a Harry Potter game that's not really Harry Potter. It just takes place in that universe. Sure, whatever. Like, it immediately sweeps yeah. under the rug for me. Yep. Until one day it's, like, about to happen, and I just... It, it's like, oh, there's that game that I forgot was happening. Let me learn more about it. That's kind yeah. of a good thing, though. But this is long before, you know, long before anything that we've known. So that's, I think, if there is something to be excited about, it's that. You know, it's it's not, you won't have to deal with, like, Harry and Draco and, you know, all you know all those characters that you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, even Dumbledore, right? I don't think he has anything to do with this. Do we see him at all? I Snape. did not believe he would be Snape. around yet. Because it's a eight, the 1800s. 
I mean, he may have been. Who knows? Yeah, right. I don't. I have no idea how old he is. That He's beard like has been growing for a while. Old, right? Yeah, um, but we do know. I believe. I believe that you make your own character, get sorted into your own house, and they show things inside of the school and outside of the school. So mm-hmm. it's exciting for sure. Um, so but, far, that's what we think that, we know, but. Yeah. That's just as what they've shown from, from the trailer. As we all know from this early in pre-release, none yeah. of that could end up being true. Right. It, it could be that, uh, that you have four friends that are all in different houses. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting. We, I, they definitely, this is something that they should show off a lot before it releases. Because this could be something that gets review, like, assassinated. So, sure. um, yeah, hoping to see some. Yeah. High, ho- high hopes for it, but uh, it's one of the game. It's a game that is best forgotten until they pop up and say something again. I think. Yeah. Uh, so beyond that being delayed, um, there is a Resident Evil showcase that is happening January twenty first. Um, that one is happening at two p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, which would be. Five for us? Yeah, five yeah, o'clock five. Eastern Standard. Uh, yeah, and this one's pretty cool. Hosted by, um, you know, hosted by uh, a familiar face. If you watch what's good, uh, what's good games, um, definitely going to be showing off um, Resident Evil. I guess is it just called Village or is it Resident Evil Eight Village? I, I, I Villageage. Village. Yeah, it's just like for sure. It's the, the Eight is part of Village. The V I L L. Right. But, but everywhere I've seen people write it down, it always just says Resident Evil Village. The, the 8 yeah. isn't, like, when you mm-hmm. type it out, you know, you can't highlight that portion of text or whatever. Um, I mean, you, if, you, if you're tedious see, enough. Uh, that they showed off a character or something, and it was, like, a really tall vampire woman, and everybody's loving her? Yeah. I actually didn't watch anything yet, so I've been staying out of the loop on it, because if it's Resident Evil, I want to be surprised. Sorry for spoiling that there's a really tall vampire woman. Is she a vampire woman? I, I, I didn't I didn't get confirmation. I've seen a vampire. Are you sure she's not just? Her, are you sure she's not like a, a late '90s hot topic assistant manager? Yeah, she's seven. She's foot too eight, tall, so it's possible. Yeah, I think it's Hagrid. Are you sure she's not just wearing like night? platform <laughs> boots? <laughs> uh, but it's looking great. I absolutely love Seven, and I'm. I still kind of want to play it in VR. I haven't yet. But I did Platinum it. Great Too game. spooky. Too spooky? I, I, I pretty much only want VR for horror titles, and I don't feel like there's enough. So like there's like spooky, three. We're only, speaking of too spooky, we're only a couple weeks away from the launch of the game that we're all excited for, the medium. So yep. Very thanks for that. They got a live-action trailer for that that we didn't link to. Yeah, Ooh. I, um, I heard about that, and I'm not going to watch that yet either. I'm going to hold yeah, off. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of glad I didn't see it. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're a Resident Evil fan, definitely check out that showcase. Uh, as well, this week, uh, it, it feels random because uh, it has been a long time. And now, finally, CD Projekt Red, they're like, hey, here's an update. <laughs> And everyone's yeah, like, I think, what? Yeah, they took a quiet holiday. They were like, all right, everybody go home. You know. Turn off social media. Turn off social media. Yeah. Do not reply. 
Ignore Jason Schreier's emails. Ignore Jason Schreier. And they didn't, because he's like, well, I interviewed about 20 people. <laughs> so I'm going to start a small-scale, like, violent coup of the the uh, inside of CD Projekt Red. Are you all cool with that? Yeah, he's um, so... He, like, he I almost feel like he hates them. It's so... Well, I mean, such it, a weird you know, feeling. I get what he's fair. doing. Yeah, it's fair in a lot of ways, because, I mean, they, they really are not doing anything to help themselves out here from a management perspective. So... They basically have this um, article, the statement come out where they say, hey, we're committed to fixing the bugs and crashing, and we will continue to work and improve on the game via future updates, blah, blah, blah. Um, you'll find our uh, timeline, which is when they said, uh, the free next-gen console update will come in the second half of 2021. Psychotic. Um, they're going to be releasing free DLCs throughout the year, which, you know, hard to say what they mean. You know, what is a free DLC? Um, I mean, free DLC to them in the past has been like, oh, here's it's been substantial stuff like missions or a mission, uh, outfit packs, yeah, gear packs and stuff like that. So it's hard to say. I mean, it was probably just gonna be it's gonna be like thirty more uh, car purchase missions. I mean, Witcher three, there was what was there? There was like fourteen different outfit packs, and they were all separate. So every time you want to download that, you're like going through Mm. download, download. Just, just give me the next gen version of Witcher Three already, so I can install that and not. Touch Hell it. yeah, good game. What's wild? <laughs> is that they have some. They have some statements in here that just completely blows my nuts off. Uh, question: Didn't you test uh, old gen consoles to keep tabs on the experience? Uh, first of all, that was current gen consoles. That was what the game released for. It did not release for next gen consoles yet, and it won't until the end of 2021, according to their own statement. Yeah, but. They say, we did. We didn't find many of the issues. Uh, bro. So They were saying, like, hey, we thought the Day Zero update would fix all of the bugs. And it's like, you just didn't look at this shit. You're lying. Like, so there's no way that you missed this. They're saying that the main culprit that made it difficult for consoles was having to constantly improve our in-game streaming system for old-gen uh, consoles. What? That means nothing. Like, yeah, I read that and I was like, wait. <laughs> That's not a real statement. What? So, like, basically they're saying we didn't know how to optimize it to load shit in. Yeah, that, it it's comes like, down yeah, I can purely, fucking tell. purely to optimize. It is it is overburdened for old-gen consoles. Well, it's just, it's, I mean, you know, Plan not to something. shit on programmers here, because, again, this is all management problems. But it's like, it, there were, a lot of this stuff is not bugs. You know, we've talked about this for, like, 16 weeks now. But it's, it's like, bad design choices. It's like, you know, it, they tried to solve a problem that was solved by Grand Theft Auto 4. You see, know what I mean? Just copy them. Usually what happens is a, a game gets to this state. And then they, and then somebody goes, okay, this has to be optimized. Right. And it's like they skipped that step. Or they did it, and they were halfway through it, and then they said, okay, we're done. Which is more right. likely what happened. Yeah. Um, so they need to just get back in there and start fixing that so there's there's literally no months listed on this roadmap it just says 21 22 and then it shows earlier on patch 1.1 and 1.2 um and right after 1.2 it says multiple updates and improvements a big block Mm -hmm. section and then it says free dlc in one spot a little further down, free next-gen console uh, update, yeah. which is much closer to 2022. 
Well, what's wild too is that they send say they then say some things at the bottom, which just goes to show that the company basically has no good faith anymore. Like they've they've managed to burn what 10, 20 years of good faith that they'd built up among gamers. Are you making the team crunch to work on the patches? The team is working to bring relevant fixes to the game without any obligatory overtime. So of course they're letting people work overtime they're just not making them right avoiding crunch on our future projects is one of our top priorities well yeah that's true but that's what you said before this fucking game came out i mean that, so that's like, one of those things it's we'll, we'll have like to see cyberpunk see. was supposed to be avoiding crunch and in fact while people people were crunching doing 80 hour weeks the cd project red management was saying no we're not making people crunch and then later they had to backtrack and say, okay, I'm sorry, we did lie. We are making people crunch. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would I believe it, this? This is like my boss saying, hey, well, I'm not going to call you on the weekend. And then he calls me that Saturday and says, okay, really, this is the last time. <laughs> and then next week he calls me, no, really, this is the last time we're calling you on the weekend. And from everything I've read so far, um, from some of the questions answered from some of those employees that were brave enough to speak out, um, if they're not forcing the overtime, they're laying on the guilt trip hard. Right. Like a lot of companies that we're used to dropping the whole, yeah, but if you don't do it, it's just going to be more work for everybody else. Well, not just that, but it's like, that means you're not going to get promotions. You're not going to be seen as a team player. You're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be it's a power move. and things. It's a power move. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you are basically forced to do it. I mean, you don't have to do overtime, but if you don't, you're severely damaging your future career. Hmm. So you do have to, basically. It's a job expectation. Yeah, it's it, it's it's pretty interesting to see how that how that pans out. I mean, I haven't read too much into Crunch beyond initial release or whatever, mm-hmm. um, so I I'm kind of in the dark on that one. Well, I'm basing that strictly on that statement. There's no reason to point out that we're not having obligatory crunch unless that means you're having non-obligatory crunch, right? Yeah, I I, I mean so. I don't have any evidence to support that. I'm just, I'm I, I just, from the, the, I mean, even people I work with and mm. the, you know, they're not a fan of their job for sure. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a job. It's a job. Them. Um, this is how I pay my bills. Every time overtime comes up, they're like, Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. I'm not doing anything. And I'm like, for me, I go, huh, that's weird. Like, I guess it's because I'm like I, I'm there to do the job that I do, and then mm-hmm. like I do it well, and I'm done. You know what I mean? Um, yep. It's not uh, this is something that I like to do a lot more than in my mind that pays the bills. This is yeah, you yeah. Know, there's a what I really there's like a difference. Do. There's a difference between like hey, the overtime's available if you guys want it. No worries. It's just that time of year. Like I've worked right. call center jobs before where it's like. Guys, it's, it's that season, so unlimited overtime as much as you guys want. And it's enough people want that for the money, and they're like, oh, yeah, cool, oh, yeah, cool, oh, yeah, cool. Right. Um, and then, like, they'll take it. I used to take tons of hours, but there's also the kind of, oh, crap, we're stressing to hit this deadline, so there's a bunch of overtime. It'd be real nice if you people could work it. And, and then, like, it's that difference between, like, a message board saying, look at all this overtime, guys, sign up if you want it versus the management team coming around saying, we could really use the help this weekend. Do you want to do it? Well, yeah, and I can speak to the enforced overtime because, you know, my company is coming up into a period where I'm going to have to work uh, 
six days a week at 12 hours a day. So I'm doing 72 hour weeks with one day off and I have to work nights. And that's like a condition of my employment. I have to do that for that week. Or those, it's, it's going to be almost a month. So like that, you know, it's, I understand it's part of my contract. It's something I have to do. It's a safety thing, you know, and like I get paid extra for that, but I would just as easily, if I had the ability to, I would say, you know what? Keep the extra money. I'll do my 40s. And, uh, you know, I'll be available to support outside of hours as I always am anyways. Right. But nobody likes that. I mean, we have a lot of the people that are retiring that are, you know, on the board to retire this year normally as they would, you know. It's just, you know. They want to retire before we go into the outage because they don't want to have to do all the overtime. But wouldn't Makes that sense. be a great way to end your career to get all that extra almost a full week of extra pay per week right you're yeah. almost getting twice as much and plus with me working at you know i get a little bit of, as overtime money and then i get a little bit extra for doing nights because they have to it's sort of like they a, pay you a requirement. Ex- yeah a higher they, rate they have to nights. pay you for for like the inconvenience basically yeah and um i still don't want to do that shit and right. these guys that are retiring they could retire i mean some of these guys are getting like 120 150 a year if they're doing overtime, they're getting paid like a couple hundred dollars an hour. Worth and they're like, no, yeah. not doing it. Well, they probably, I don't know how long they've been doing it. They've been it doing it speak. for like 20, 30 years, too. Yeah, they're probably like, fuck it. You know? Yeah, fuck yeah, it. Their, their, their retirement plans are so invested that they don't need yeah. the money because they know that as soon as they retire, they're going to be making more than they did when they worked. That's probably true, especially with some of the old pension plans and stuff. But it is yeah. like, you know, it's like, you know, people are not like, you know, with me, I want to get my job done, and that kind of comes first. If my job takes me 30 hours a week, then I'll just sit at my fucking desk for 10 hours. You know? It doesn't yeah. bother me, and it doesn't bother my management. And if my job takes me 50 hours in one week, then I'll take a day off next week. You know? But, like, I get my shit done. You know? Yeah. So I, I understand, and we've talked about this in the past, especially with, like, digital artists. If you're in the groove and you're 90% of the way through some environment art or like you're creating a, a one of those tech gun cannon things you don't want to stop when you're like you know an, two hours away from completing it not because at all. like union r- rules force you to go take a 15 or whatever like people will bitch and moan about that kind of stuff right oh yeah and an like, artist, I an artist can't do that I can't it's, do that it's, it's part of your process it all depends Nuts doesn't like to do it <laughs> Like, I get it. So, like, it's that's understandable. But that is literally the job of your supervisor to come over and say, hey, man, I noticed, hey, you did great on this project. Um, you know, this this asset looks really good. I like what you did. Um, take, take Monday off next week because you put in the extra hours, dude. You already did the hours. It's fine. Yeah, it really comes that, down. That's their job. Yeah, it comes down to a start-to-finish thing for, right. you know, artists. It's like I, I hate to start something and then go – Oh, I'm at the like I'm doing UVs, so I'm gonna stop here. If I stop probably, at UVs, I will not yeah. come back to it. And it's probably already a multi-day process, anyways. It's not like you're going to create a next-gen character facial animation, and you're gonna get all of your scenes done in ten hours or whatever. It's probably gonna be a multi-day process. So you're setting your own goals for yourself, right? right? But if you're almost done, and if you can just squirt out a couple extra hours and finish it off, 
and you want to do that, and it's you that's saying you want to do that, that's fine. Sure. But your boss cannot tell you, hey, I want you to stay and squirt this shit out. You know? Right. And it's like, um, and again, it is part of your supervisor's job to make sure you're working 40 hours a week. And not 50 hours, and not 20 hours. Like, if you were if you were late and every single day and early out every single day, your supervisor would fucking complain and bitch and moan about it. But if you're coming in early and staying late, that's good. There's no fucking difference. You know, you're getting paid for 40 hours a week. And of course, this is dependent on what your job is and everything. If you're a contractor, it's different. If you're hourly, it's different. Whatever. But, like, the general concept of hiring an employee to do a job... You're paying them X money for X hours. That's the end of the deal. I don't like when people do all that extra shit. I have to bitch and moan to some of my coworkers that are at the same level as me. They're not supervisors. They don't have 5 a.m. meetings. But they're in an hour early every day and they're in an hour late every day. I'm like, you're not getting paid for this. All you're doing is lowering your hourly pay. Yeah. There's no reason to do this. Leave. You're not getting any extra work done. You know? Yeah. You're just changing expectations. You're never going to be able to meet this in the future. Don't do it. For sure. So, I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. There's some stuff that's happening over there. And it all stems... Like, it all goes back to... In reality, the idea of releasing a game when it's done. This game was not done. Um, nope. And they were pushed to release this game. As if it was done. Um... I do think that we got the best possible scenario. Um, well, it certainly with, could have been worse. Yeah, best possible scenario with releasing. I think they did the best job that they could, the development team, making sure that everything was where it needed to be and that there were some giant oversights that were made there. Hmm. But it was out of their hands at that point. Yeah. Um, so it's like, shit, what can, you know, what can I do? Now, it, you know, these guys want it, and we've already delayed it twice. So, I, I yeah, I get well, yeah, where they're coming you just, from, but... Yeah, they, that's where you just don't fuck up in the first place. If it's not ready, don't give it a release date. Right, and again, they don't have that option, because someone else who has no idea on the process is going, no, this has to come out now. Yeah, shouldn't have went public. That's, that's, that's shitty. Um, yeah. For, you know, for the development team, but... Uh, yeah, I still I still firmly stand on that. They should have released that first mission that we saw, that forty five minute uh, video, yeah, where you can create your character, you can do all that. They should have released that. Creating the character is fine. There's no crashes there. I did not crash during that whole first mission. Um, and I was doing a lot of weird stuff with my dick in that too. Uh, possibly even going through checking out your room, but then lock the door to the room. You can't leave yeah. that. And then, okay, we'll release, and, you know, put that out for a reduced cost or, you know, whatever you have to do. Um, I would say leave it full cost, give that to people who pre-ordered the game, and then, hey, here's the, this is what you're expecting. Here's the limit. Right. Right. And then, but this game's going to be pushed out into April. Yeah. And that would have saved them this holiday fiasco where they're like, well, we need to take time off for the holiday, where it's been pretty much silent since, like, Christmas Eve. Until mm. now. Where we need patches. There should be weekly hot fixes and things like that to, you know. Yeah, there was a couple right before the holidays started. Right before Christmas, yeah. yeah. The last one happened, I think, Christmas Eve or maybe the day before. Yeah, yeah. So, Something like that. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, I understand it's complicated, too. You know? For sure. It's not easy. It's Doing not easy. It's filthy Frank said. But, uh, you know, it's it's like, you know, they really just absolutely shot themselves in the dick for no reason. Shit the bed. They shit the bed, one would say. Yeah. I've said it, and I'll say it again. I can't uh, remember. Who was it? Was it Charlie, or was it uh, Frank that was shitting the bed? In the Frank end? shit the bed, and he also shit over in the corner when no one was looking. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He was shitting while they were discussing it. Yeah, and while you were giving out the... Yeah. Really yeah. do be like that. Sometimes... Sometimes it does. Um, so, the last thing, the last big thing that we really have to talk about, so kind of a short show here this week, um, is, I think it's more of a me thing. I just got excited by this, and I, I wanted to share it. Um, Creature Studios still, of course, working on Session. Uh, in this next update, 0.0.6, uh they finally give you a use for currency. They open the No Comply Skate Shop where you can go browse through for different boards and you can buy things, wheels, bearings, trucks. Um, the other big thing, just uh, stopping there because they say that you can, you know, you have all these different things. They're uh, including uh, an entire system and it's going to be tied to a uh, stat system. Um as of now, it'll be sliders that you can change to do different things. Um, you can change the tightness of your trucks and things like that, but you will get wheel bite. So if you turn too hard, your wheel that's spinning will hit the edge of the board and stop you, uh, mm. which fucks you up. It's um, interesting. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah, like wheel bite. Um, and more so, they're, they're giving you full creative in this early access to how to play with uh, things like um, wind resistance for spins uh, of the body and of the board. Um, so you can make the resistance incredibly low and that thing will just fucking go off. Um, or you can put it higher and you'll get really like slow kickflip. So if you're jumping down a big set and you want to do one like really slow rotating kickflip to make it look cool, um, you can do that. Um, as well as things like pop height and grind speed uh, is all on a slider. Um, I believe later they're saying that that will be controlled by like um, stats. So the more you do tricks, the easier they'll become moving that okay. slider over. Um, just like in real life. like If you practice ollies, you do 500 ollies, guess what? You're going to be better at ollies as if you didn't do 500 ollies. Right. Um, so uh, you'll be able to edit that stuff um, in an in-game location, the No Compliance Game Shop. You can also stock up on things like... Uh, like DIY things like lights and ramps um, that you can take to spots. And as well, at this point, they've been just saying, okay, go into your menu, get, like, go, press like the start button or option button or whatever, um, and go down to challenges. And there's um, dailies, weeklies, and then legendary challenges. And they, um, they offer you money. And it'll be like, do um, th three flip tricks down this specific set of stairs. It doesn't tell you where it's at, it, it, but it's looking for, it'll be like the police house or the, the police station 14 set, or the courthouse uh, you know, do like three variations of a nose grind down the courthouse um, like eight set handrail. Um, 
And when you do it, it gives you money. And there's been no use for the money. That's what the money will be used for. Uh, and now those uh, challenges won't be random. There are people looking around the map, um, pro skaters that they've pulled on already. Uh, they'll just kind of be set up in different locations that they'll kind of randomize. Um, and they'll give you your challenges. So you'll go and chat with them, meet them, you know, like in front of the skate shop or, you know, at a spot. Um, and they'll put money on the line for you to be able to do that. So you can buy stuff, which is kind of interesting. Um, so at this point, I think this is like the third or fourth time they've completely um, had to revamp their controls. Uh, if I know I haven't talked about it in a while, but if you guys are interested in the skateboarding game, um, the pecking order pretty much goes uh, the arcade of Tony Hawk. You would have uh, after that is something like skate. And then uh, I would say in between skate, probably closer to skate than uh, something full simulation like Session, you'll have Skater XL, uh, which is out now. You can get that on Xbox. Uh, you can get that on Xbox and PC currently. Um, but this is a completely other beast. This is, um, it has a different control scheme than any of the other games. Uh, and it's definitely more precise. So. Um, Where would it rank compared to Tony Hawk Ride? Mm. Ooh, you did Great stand question. on a board and ride. So I would say it's less of a simulation because you're not standing on a board. Fair enough. But controls-wise, so controls-wise, this thing is banana. You don't even... Uh, it's hard to explain, but you don't... You use the L and R button to turn your character left and right. You don't use a stick to control your character at all, except the left stick for the left foot and the right stick for the right foot. Completely. So yeah, Session is the Crusader Kings level simulation of skating. Yeah, Session for me is what Crusader Kings is for you. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly what it is. But it's super rad. Um, go check it yeah, out sure. there. There, Yeah, if you're into if you're into skating or you if you did skate in the past this is a really cool thing. Like, I know I learned 360 flips from playing uh, skate back in the day. Uh, because I could slow it down, watch the replay, and see where the feet were placed. Because it was mo-capped. Um, this is that uh, fucking on, like, PCP. It's... Hell yeah. It's crazy. Um, and I don't, I don't know what the price is on it right now. But uh, it's definitely not $60. Nice. I know I spent 60 on it. So definitely mm. pick that up. Um, but that's pretty much it. That's what we, uh, everything that we had this week. Um, man, I, I did. I expected this to be a little, maybe I expected the mammoth thing to go a bit longer. I don't know. I don't Unfortunately, know. I think mammoths as a species is expected to go a little bit longer too. <laughs> did they really though? I mean, I was, I would have been ready to by go. Ray Romano. I'd be like, Okay, time to die. Why did I know there was going to be a Ray Romano reference when we... There's <laughs> one every that. week. You have to look for it in the background, like the snail in Adventure Time. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Oh. It is oh, now. yeah. All right, so I think we all have some homework. All right. But uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, as always, if you get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check all the top news and video game stuff over there. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live for Mammoth Games Inc., I am one of your hosts, As nice always, Warm. I'm your host, Nice Warm. 
Ah, I did it first, though. You're not nice. I'll be nice for him this week. Okay. I'm the other one. Sounds right. All right. <laughs> Have a good one. That's it.